0: lovely wednesday morning this is the bad signal podcast i am your host as always courtney fallon steve armado is joining me midweek it is bright and early both rocking the black both rocking the i need to have a haircut ordeal (laughs) if you're watching this on a youtube stream yes steve needs a haircut Can can we discuss
1: big time well big time i mean well so I'm trying to grow it out, but I can't have the sides grow out because then I get like that George Washington look, like my hair on the sides just goes like straight sideways. So right now I'm wearing a hat. As you can see, like it's coming out the bottom, but I just got to get the sides trimmed and I'm going to just keep the top going because the top, the flow, the flow here on top is good. The flow. Like,
0: wow. Wow. The hair, like how, the, many times, how many times do you stroke your fingers through your
1: hair? Oh, at least like, at least like 10 times an hour, like easily. So, you know, oh, but God. I got to get that figured out. That's got to be done. My birthday is next week. So I got to get that cut for, for my trip and that's it.
0: Birthday, Steve, what are that's we doing it. for your birthday?
1: We're going to Boston.
0: Oh, I forgot.
1: Yeah. The wife is, is treating you're going, me.
0: You're going to the worst city in the world. You're literally next Wait, Next week. I'm going to be in Boston. When? Monday.
1: I'm um, leaving on Thursday.
0: Oh, you're leaving here on thursday i'm
1: leaving i'm leaving new jersey on thursday
0: oh yeah right remember i remember we we already talked about this we already I don't check about bags yeah, we just yep why i gotta fly yeah Bougie yep. Steve. well right. yeah i like to trick some people i have my hair tucked into a turtleneck because i don't know it's been kind of cold here in south florida well, yeah what's what's kind of like, cold
1: 55 like 50, are you kidding me? uh
0: yeah it drops into the 40s but then it gets yeah. into like 53 a little yeah. windy. It's
1: 19 degrees in New Jersey this morning. Like are you kidding? <laughs> like me right I said, now? first
0: of all, don't 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 feel bad for me. I'm going up to Boston next week, and there is going to be a massive celebration when I get there. Touchdown in Boston this weekend because David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer. Yes, David he is. Ortiz is a first ballot Hall of Famer. My hero. The year David Ortiz was released by the Twins, he was hitting 300 with almost a thousand OPS. 16 home runs, batted fourth for the Twins. They won the division, comes to Boston, and makes an even bigger impact. We know the rest of the story. Three World Series rings. I mean, you could go back to the 2004 ALCS. You could get the game-tying Game 2 2013 World Series game-tying Grand Slam. I mean, I could go down the list. And I know Steve has a lot of thoughts on this um, Hall of Fame ballot voting. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, you, if you follow Steve Steve on Twitter, he was going off last night. So good morning to everyone except for Steve's anger, because yeah. that's the yeah. kind of energy that we need to bring to the show. Listen, I, I think it's wrong from someone like David Ortiz, who wasn't admitted steroid user. Um, you know, there was a time they think there was that report where eighteen players were, um, they were tracked in two thousand and three. David Ortiz tested positive. It kind of flew under the radar. Whether or not he was a repeated user or not. Um, guys like Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, the bottom line is that those guys were not likable. David Ortiz was the lovable, the lovable monster up there. Papi, Papi Osito, as I like to say, Big Bear. Um, they were great before they needed to go to the Hall of Fame. That's Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. But um, it really, if you're if you're a baseball Writers of association, I it, like how do you explain yourself? There needs to be a complete overhaul of this sport. Not only the fact that we're still sitting in a fucking lockout and all of the baseball fans are sitting here. Like when is there going to be news that players are going to be come down for pitchers and catchers? And, 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 and how can you do this to the sport? Rob Manfred needs to go. You had the former commissioner of the steroid era in the hall of fame and not these two legends. It is a shame.
1: It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a sham. It's a travesty. It's it's all it's all the things. I'm so first of all, I want the the people who voted for AJ Pierzynski like you need to reveal yourselves and make that public because you're a fraud and you're a coward. Like that's one, two. Um, all right. Look, I don't have a problem with Ortiz getting in. I think Ortiz is a Hall of Famer. My problem is Ortiz getting in while these guys don't. Yeah, I, like that's that's the problem. And first ballot, nonetheless, like there's yeah. no questions asked. First ballot Hall of Famer. And look, I know we love Poppy and everything. He's also a DH. First ballot DH in the Hall of Fame. Didn't even play a position. So like now where we're just doing all these things, I don't even know where it makes sense at this point, because now because yeah. now like if, if Ortiz gets in, you can't you can't tell me that A-Rod Sheffield don't can't get in either.
0: Well, right? I what's the problem with Gary Sheffield? Gary Sheffield was a was a legendary outfielder for the Yankees, and I mean he was a part of those those crucial critical years with the Yankees. From the last time they actually won World Series, and he what's, was what's,
1: part of the never tested positive group, right? We want we, they won't throw that the never tested positive group, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, and and like, like whatever that means, he was part of that. But like, you're, also, just,
0: you're, you're you're stroking you're stroking flames of never tested positive for COVID. Yeah, like
1: exa- <laughs> exactly, like it's ridiculous. And the thing is. Too. we want to just, the, the writers seem to want to just be like, We're just gonna forget about like a a 15 year period of baseball. We just that does that didn't exist. So now you have you're basically the museum of nice guys that were good at baseball that were liked by other nice guys. That's that's what it is. Like here's a museum with that with some of the best players of all time, and the greatest hitter we've ever seen on the face of planet earth isn't even in there. And also, I'm sorry, I'm going off here. They're full of shit. I don't know if you've ever been to the Hall of Fame. Their records are in there. All these records are in the Hall of Fame. Like, they're there. They might not have a plaque with their face on it and their story on it, but all these records are all over the museum. So what is this? What are are we doing?
0: Well, you're going to have people like Hub Arkush. I know that we're not comparing apples to oranges in the NFL, but it's exactly that. You're going to have some asshole, like, you know, the the AP writer in Chicago who says that he doesn't want to vote for Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers – is you know is a scum and he doesn't like his stance against being vaccinated and and anti Biden and all this stuff. It's it's political and it's become more political now. Whether or not you can hmm, monitor this, whether or not you can you can arbitrate it, whether or not you can slam your hand down and say, "All right, this is great and this is not, and this opinion is good and this is not." I mean, what is baseball? Baseball is 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 a club full of. Old men and you know and, and who's, who are still counting, um, counting cards on on pieces of paper and that's how they're locking games. I know that that is America's pastime, but let's be honest. Uh, after this weekend, it's it's full proof that the NFL is king and the NFL will never be taken over by any other sport in this league. Potentially, maybe basketball, but I mean, but the euphoria of this weekend. It just – you miss those days when the Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball players and October Baseball had that kind of allure and feel, and I just don't know if it's ever going to come back.
1: No, and they can't get out of their own way because right now baseball, if you – think about it logically they are actually in a really good spot because they have like you're
0: in a great spot like Remake you have, the game
1: right you have like Mike Trout in his prime you got all these young guys you got a guy like Mookie Betts you got Juan Soto Bryce Harper you got all these guys that are studs and they're young and they're gonna be around California, for a while down in, uh, right.
0: Down Atlanta.
1: Wow. right and they can't get out of their own way to market. Yeah anything. I didn't mention Aaron judge. Sorry, Yankee fans. I'll mention him too. I know you guys get, I'll get, uh, I'll get tweets about it, whatever. But like, I mean, it, you're in a great spot and now you have a lockout because you. The, it's laughable what the owners came back with. Like, they're like, like the players. Yeah. Can
0: you update me on this? Because it, it's upsetting me. I, I guess, I kind of follow along and I read, but I read lightly.
1: Yeah. That's so right. the, the off, so the, the players wanted to raise the the minimum this is ridiculous that this is minimum wage. for sport. Anyway, <laughs> they they wanted to raise the minimum wage from like 570, 575,000 to seven seventy five, and the owners came back with like six oh five, whatever. They don't want to. They they don't. The owners won't budge on the on the arbitration. The players want want um after the fifth year free agency because right now yeah. it's six. The owners aren't budging on that. And then it was like they wanted a hundred million. Let me. I just want to double check.
0: Yeah, go double check. So I
1: get this correct because this was the most egregious. This was the most egregious part of this whole thing uh, because Jeff uh, Jeff Passan Passan. Passan, Jeff tweeted this out on how and this shows just how how far apart they are on this. Okay, parameters of a pre-arbitration bonus for players with top thirty WAR. The MLB wanted 105 million and the league offered 10.
0: What? 10. Oh my God.
1: You're 90 million apart here. Like what? I mean, but
0: who's there's a players association, correct? I mean, like yeah. I feel like the NFL players association and the NFL are in constant communication. And I feel like that is an open dialogue that is very unique to the sport. And I think that that solves a lot of problems. I mean, is there a is there a players association for baseball?
1: There is, but I don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, like, I don't,
0: who, like, yeah, where Tony but, Clark but is again, the president. What?
1: Tony Clark's the president.
0: Um, why don't you get one of the former players in there? Why don't we get Derek Je- I mean, I know Derek Jeter has a has a managerial position here with the Marlins, but um, I, I just, there there needs to be a more of a voice for the players, at least for someone who has some experience, um, a former player to come in and step in. And and I, I mean, there's, there's such, I mean, the impasse between the owners and the players is, is ridiculous. And for the amount of money that these players are getting with no salary cap.
1: And it's all guaranteed.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: People don't realize that about the MLB. Like it's all, once you sign on that dotted line, all that money's guaranteed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on here, Sean Payton, Hanging Ooh. up the coaching cleats for now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for now, um, the Saints on. are in absolute cap hell. They got a lot of um, veteran players down there that they know. It's one of the guys, like Mike Thomas from the Saints, he's got to figure out what the hell to do with him. He should take a page from OBJ and say, "Hey, listen, all this untapped potential. I could have the, I could have the potential to go and make a serious impact to any team at any point in the season." It's been two years since we've seen him on the field, however. Sean Payton, oh, TV is going to be a nice cushy job and that's great. He's going back to the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, let's be honest. Okay. He's going to go one year in television. He's going to take his break. He's going to wash his hands clean of of a mess of an organization down there. I think just um just the way that they have everything set up just with their, you know, it's just all the strings that are attached. With the uh New Orleans Saints, oh, the greatness, and then he's gonna go back and um his connection with Jerry Jones, I think it's pretty evident. What do you think, Steve?
1: I, this feels a little soft to me, by the way. It, a like, ni-
0: also a ninety minute goodbye press conference. Yeah, Jordan, I, Pat Riley, like
1: yeah. and like, you know what this feels like? This feels like, wow, I coached my entire tenure in New Orleans with a hall of fame quarterback and had a lot of success. And then he retired. And like, I just don't want to do this without without him anymore. I don't you want to right? deal. I don't want to deal with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon. So I'm out. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with it at all. I'm just gonna leave. And then maybe when I get another quarterback somewhere down the line in Dallas with Dak or whatever, then I'll go back to coaching. But I'm not gonna coach without without a quarterback that that's Hall of Fame caliber. Like, what is that? It's soft to me. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe he's burnt out. He's been there a while. I know. Won a Super Bowl. Everything's great. He's probably going to Dallas, but like. Come on. Like let's look at what what it is here. It's like I don't have the Hall of Fame quarterback anymore so I'm out.
0: Yeah, you couldn't figure it out. And he put up a 500, you know, 500 win team with the Saints this year and he couldn't I, he couldn't arrange I don't know who the hell was it his call or or the owners call to give Taysom Hill like 90 million dollars in fake money. That
1: was insane. You want to that was
0: inflation? That that was
1: that that was absolutely that was insane. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't even know what to make of it. I mean, I don't understand how He gets, he just gets a TV job immediately. Like all these guys just, they like stop coaching. Like there are people that have been trying to get on TV for years that can't get on TV. This guy just stops coaching and he's on.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, well, so it's, it brings up an interesting point. Like where is Sean Payton going to be talking in a commentary job next year? You have Al Michaels entertaining the idea to go to Amazon. I mean, you know, then you have Sean Payton and we all know that they paid Peyton Anning. To I, like, that is the most unbelievable thing. Like, ESPN paid Peyton Manning $18 million and his brother to be on a podcast to talk yeah. about Monday Night Football, like, more or less. You want to, like, the most lucrative, ridiculous podcast make, of all time.
1: Make jokes, do all the things you yeah, want to
0: eat pizza, talk about how big your head is, and you know, and you know clap back at some of the some of your former old teammates when is tom brady going to go on the manning cast
1: i guess he's got a i guess he's got a i guess once he retires which it sounds like he might but i don't
0: think so i mean you don't think that he's going to make some sort of appearance during the super bowl or something with peyton oh
1: maybe they're they're actually friends they're no they are friends they're they're friends
0: friends. and 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 bill belichick and and peyton manning are very good friends as well
1: yeah i feel like
0: Linda tells, me, there. Yeah, Linda tells me that once, like, they, they go down to Miami once a year. And then, with that once a year, they go and see Peyton and
1: go. they have a
0: dinner. And then they're like, all right, see you later. I'd love I'm to be a fly. i
1: love right? to be a fly on the wall for that, though. That's probably interesting combos.
0: <laughs> oh, the conversations with Bill are great.
1: Yeah. I don't want
0: to so I'm so I'm stopping this conversation right now before I get like a whole load of of people like trolling me like, Oh, she thinks of this, you know, talking with Bill,
1: the trolls just live in the comments.
0: So. I, yeah, exactly. Um, but it brings up a point. If Sean Payton's going to get back into a head coaching position, how valuable is it to have a former head coach on a coaching staff versus a first time guy? I mean, you could take the example of things like urban pro well, urban Myers, just in a fucking world of his own, but a guy like Matt rule, you want someone you fire Joe Brady and you come out You come out with a bang and you say, I want a real impactful offensive coordinator. You hire Ben McAdoo. That's
1: that's just
0: Ben. Is his hair going to be different this time around? I'm not sure.
1: I don't know. I mean,
0: how is that different? And what the fuck are you doing at quarterback? Are they getting rid of Cam Newton? I'm pretty sure Cam's Cam's career is done. I I see him. I see him at 3am doing some like infomercial stuff about like, I I think he's just trying to milk his career for everything that it is.
1: There, yeah. I, I I, he was it. doing
0: some interview about something that happened to him in college. I'm like, why am I watching this? Like Cam, you don't need any more airtime. It's over.
1: No, it's over for him. I think he's, I, I agree. I think he's toast. Like he's done. He's just, um, yeah. Sam Darnold, the beginning of the year, everyone was like, "Oh, it was the wow, Jets." Everyone was like, "Everyone was like, oh, it was definitely the Jets." And then at the end of the year, they're like, "Oh no, he's just bad." He, like
0: he's just he's just absolutely fucking he's, terrible. He's
1: not good. Um, yeah. How valuable is it to have? I think it is valuable to have actual guys who coached on your coaching staff, like guys who were head coaches, if you were a first-time coach, because you could consult with them on things. Like right, like the head coach isn't supposed to be the the head coach isn't supposed to be a dictator right he's supposed mm-hmm. to consult and get opinions really a good head coach i feel like surrounds himself with people that are better than him at like calling plays and doing this and mm-hmm. then the head coach manages the re- the whole team um
0: i think well, it's very valuable buy well exact
1: ex- exactly yeah. like your job as a head coach is to like be in the players heads on like yeah. we can do this we can yeah. win and um I think it's less about scheme than it is. I think if you bring in really good coordinators, then I think it's less about your scheme and more about how you deal with the locker room and get people to buy into what you're selling, basically.
0: I think so, it's yeah. important. Oh, man, this Bengals team. And you look at the confidence in Joe Burrow and the confidence in, in, in Evan McPherson, that's the, the rookie kicker. Yep, he, he literally just like took a backup swing right before he went out to kick the game and he goes, oh, I guess we're going to the AFC Championship game. Confidence is everything. It precedes talent. I think that that is the driving force of talent. Um, I mean, not only with this Bengals team, we can kind of switch gears to this upcoming matchup with Patrick Mahomes. And we can talk about that game. I mean, I don't know what else there is to talk about that game. Overtime rules, we can get to all of that. But (laughs) we'll talk about this Bengals team, and possibly this is the greatest turnaround in in an NFL history of what Joe Burrow has done to that franchise. And albeit, remember, I mean, he he completely tore apart his ACL and MCL last year. And he comes back. Comeback Player of the Year should be given to him for sure. Um, But everything that he has done with the confidence in this game and not only that, but putting together a, you know, a a likable guy and, uh, you know, a a familiar teammate in Jamar Chase. This Bengals team is for real. And what they've done to the franchise to turn it around is remarkable.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. And I think it's all, it's all Burrow, right? Like, I mean, I know Jamar Chase was great, but like Jamar Chase is great and he's a great addition to the team. But like Mm -hmm. Burrow is... This team, like, he walked in day one and, like, he expects to win, right? He won yeah. at LSU. He comes in, he expects to win, and he plays, he plays his best in big games. Now, he cannot, they can't let him get sacked nine times against Kansas City. Um,
0: oh, be- no. Well, they already, they, you already know that they have absolutely no offensive line, but they yeah. also won that game.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. They did. But they, they can't, I, someone was saying, made a good point. I guess Zach Taylor kind of like was, was, trying to call plays was calling the plays on Sunday yeah. as opposed to letting his coordinator call the plays. And he's like, you got to be a head coach and be like, Hey, we can't be calling the, you have to let your coordinator call the plays and you can't be like, Hey, um, our quarterback's getting killed. Why are we running all these plays down the field that take that are long developing? Like we got to change that. Cause if Joe Burrow gets sacked nine times on Sunday, yeah. there's no way they're beating the chiefs. Um But that." They- it's a great turnaround and they play like they play for like they play for Zach Taylor obviously, yeah. but they also like this offense, these guys all believe in Joe Burrow. Yep. And that's, I think oh, that's I one do. of the most important things is that they believe in him. And in a big game situation, I'm not going to count the Bengals out. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I didn't think they were going to beat the Titans. I thought the Titans were going to actually wipe the floor with them. Um, I don't count out Joe Burrow. If we saw anything from this past weekend, it's, if you have the quarterback, you have a chance, and they have a chance.
0: Well, going back to that Titans game, which I was surprised. I, I'm so Steve. I'm so happy when you posted your picks on Saturday. I was like, well, shit. I should have taken the other side of it, <laughs> it forever. Would have been a good.
1: Would have been a good play by you. It
0: would have been a great play. By the way, taking this time to say the Bad Signal Podcast is brought to you by Better Edge. See. Just- your your dog your dog loves Better Edge. Your dog he is does. like, listen. My listen. dog's
1: all in on Better Edge.
0: Fade, fade my dad. My dad has been abysmal in the N.F.L. playoffs.
1: I have. Um, I thank God for college basketball. I will say oh, that. I,
0: yeah, I I'm actually really loving. i I think I might do a competition on Better Edge on Saturdays on the the eighty five games that are played oh in God. college basketball. Do a little lot. Do a little little pick them.
1: I only do top twenty five games. Okay. So I have a system that's been good. I'm seven. I'm like seven. It's I mean seven four and one isn't like awesome, but it's pretty. It's pretty good. Tarps
0: got a win last night. Tarps over Rutgers.
1: They did. They're Rutgers.
0: they're on they're on a rebound with a with an interim head coach.
1: That's I. They need to be good, and they need to be. Good they,
0: need to be good, period, yeah, they need to be good. Period. They the need to
1: be good. They need to be good. They need to be good. But yeah, I mean, so t- top twenty five teams at home that are favored, and the spread is. Like 27 and a half or less. It hits at like a 60% number. Just <laughs> okay. saying.
0: Okay. All right. Just saying. All right.
1: Illinois blew it last night, though, but I, I will say that. That was, they were up 14 at the half. Like, come on, man.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, apparently the Syracuse, this is one of the worst Syracuse teams that people have seen in their entire life. Guess what? I don't care. Cause I hate, I, I just like Jim Bayheim, Syracuse, time for a new regime, time for All the right. new guard to come in. Well, anyways, if you go to betteredge.com, sign up. You use Steve's code. What's your code? Armato. Our, our motto, Steve. That's it. That's it. It's it. it's our motto. If you get Courtney, take the Courtney. I believe you got 20 bucks. So it's yeah,
1: like, I only get five. I'm not I'm not you're there anymore. <laughs>
0: I gotta talk. We
1: gotta we gotta talk. I gotta talk to Greg about this. Greg. Oh my god. Greg, let's have a combo to the side, man. We gotta talk
0: oh. to well, the Better Edge team they're so great. They're actually on um, for every all the techies out there, they're on Product Hunt right now. They're one of the uh, top finds on Product Hunt, which is when you when you're uh when you're a startup, that's a big deal. So, shout out to our guys at Better Edge. They sponsor the Bad Signal podcast and they are great. Back to that uh Titans and Bengals game. As I uh you know, gra- <laughs> as I as I greatly diverged and now I am pulling back onto the road. Um Ryan Tannehill beat himself in that game. Like I've said, oh, Ryan Tannehill Tannehill is not even a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. He gets carried by Derrick Henry. To be honest, a plate and five screws in that foot. Steve, I don't think that Derrick Henry is ever going to be the same. I saw him. He could not get any push off of that foot, off the line of scrimmage. First of all, why the fuck are you going on third and one with, with Derrick Henry Uh, season on the line Derrick Henry seven lines off the line of scrimmage just to get him going you know clearly he should not have been coming back for that game he was not a hundred percent I know that it was Valiant it was you know he could have tried but I'm I'm almost worried about him coming back to speed and because without Derrick Henry but Ryan Tannehill is not the answer. First pick, uh, the, the first pass of the game, um, Jesse Bates was having the you know, that that Bengals secondary is having the game of their life. Eli Apple, you want to talk about a resurgence. My God, it's him and it's Jesse Bates showing Tannehill different looks that he hadn't seen, confusing him, getting him off of his game. And um, I just, yeah, I, I think, I think Ryan Tannehill beat himself in that game.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's all like we just said earlier, it's all about the quarterback, right? Yeah. I don't think we could, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you, you might, you might argue this, but like as a team all around, I feel like the Titans are a better all around team, but Joe Burrow is way better than Ryan Tannehill. Yes. And
0: like Like, eons better.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so like, that's really the point, like Burrow, they, Listen, they made they made the plays when they had to make the plays. Tannehill, and also you're right, Henry did not look hundred percent. I might not
0: worried about him. That's my guy, man. Look,
1: if he could break uh, that that's the thing about running backs in the NFL. If Derrick Henry can break, and all these running backs can break. Like yeah. it's it's such a short shelf life. Um, and he was getting like he was getting the ball a ton at the beginning of the year. Like, oh, before he I got know. Home. Um, so I mean, I, I don't know. I I'd be worried about the Titans' future going forward. I like Foreman was a nice little story. I don't think he's really the answer back there. But mm-hmm. um, if unless they get a, they need a quarterback. That's the if you have the quarterback, you have everything. If you have Ryan Tannehill, you have nothing.
0: Yeah. So, I yeah, that's the bottom line. And I I can't believe that I was duped into thinking that they were going to be. I was um, well, winning that game.
1: I was. and as almost
0: well. I it's almost like one of those. But here's the thing: the reason that I didn't bet on the Bengals. And by the way, yeah, the Bengals are seven-point dogs against the Chiefs. This might be a game that I might hammer that It's way. enticing,
1: very enticing at the moment.
0: Hammer that point spread. Yeah. For everyone that didn't bet the Bengals at oh, all, Fallon, I can't believe. How did you not get the Bengals? How did you not get the Bengals? We all know what happened with the, uh, with the Green Bay Packers. So we can get to that and Aaron Rodgers' is future next. But unproven kid. I mean, this is a second-year kid coming off of a, you know, a knee injury, and you don't know if the Bengals are just a team of destiny in the moment or if they're the real deal. Clearly, you needed that game to measure the fact that Joe Burrow is the real deal, and that's why I didn't bet them. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll take an experienced head coach versus, you know, the uh, the the rapid turnaround of a, you know, a once a dud franchise. The yeah, no, I'm
1: with you, I'm with you there. I mean, I thought I, the Bengals yeah, I, I wasn't a convinced. No, now I'm
0: convinced. But,
1: but now. I'm probably taking the plus seven, so you might want to go the other way. Just oh, so I
0: you. okay. Are you <laughs> all right? So, so I'm I'm hammering the other side. Yeah, so totally. buy, buy a couple. You know it. So my strategy's kind of changed. I've kind of been like a uh, last second picker, but now because I see where these point spreads are moving, I mean that that Packers line. I well, I should have taken the, the 49ers. The five and a half is just was just so strange from day one.
1: The five and a half was huge, Um but. It's like the the 49ers didn't really even do anything.
0: They if, really didn't do anything. They didn't
1: They didn't do anything. It's just the I, Packers. Jimmy G
0: is always, I will tell you this, and it's just like, you know, once we get to the preview, I mean, we're just jumping around. It's fucking 10 in the morning on a Wednesday. But um, if you have ADD, you like this spot. <laughs> Jimmy G is always going to make that one critical huge mistake. And I, I think that I, it's, it's it's still coming. It's still coming. Well, it's-
1: you know how we can't. You know what, why nobody could say. I, this is why I don't want to hear anything about Jimmy G because the game was on the line, on third and seven, and they ran a toss to Debo Samuel, who made yeah. the play. They didn't yeah. throw it with Jimmy. They 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 ran yeah. a toss yeah. to their best player. Yeah. Okay. So like, if you really believed in Jimmy, you're you're calling a pass play there. You're not running. You're not running the ball with your wide receiver. I'm sorry. Yeah like until he he's going to make the mistake. We could talk we'll get to the preview. I don't even know where to go with that. I might just I, take- I
0: don't well, I, you want to talk about Green Bay special teams. First of all, they didn't have David Bakhtiari before the game. No. Nope. Okay. So you could see that Aaron Rodgers was kind of crumbling. First of all, I I love the brazen brazen aspect of, of Aaron Rodgers after the game already leaking that he wants to take DeVonte Adams with him to Denver. I think that that's fucking fantastically catastrophic for i mean like just trade him away already and, and i don't want like in this off season with the packers don't give me this long ass dragged out shit don't ask don't offer him you know to come back just fucking get rid of him just like cut your hands clean of it. make it quick and fast a, a quick and easy death and let's move on so because do you i am not dealing with this shit in the middle of the summer no. where you know in the middle of july remember i was hearing the rumors that he was gonna retire this and like no, just, I, I want, I want this to be like the first thing that happens in free agency. I'm calling it now. I'm just requesting it. I'm putting it out to the universe. Putting
1: the, You're putting it in the universe. I have a question for you about the Packers. What? So for the last, what, like 30 years where they had, they had to like Favre and then went right into Rodgers. Yeah. They've won two Super Bowls. Is that like an underachievement?
0: I would say so right? I would say so. Um, I, I would say just given the, the absolute stronghold and dominance that they've had in the NFC North for the last 10 years, it's not even a question.
1: And they've lost. When
0: was the last time that the Bears, I, yeah, they've lost in four straight, four at straight home. playoff games at home against the 49ers. Oh, well, apparently they're trying to invest in a, you know, a dome in this, you know, and when is that going to happen at Lambeau? Like I think they're they're talking about that now. They're putting like a roof on Lambo, so they don't have to play. But like, fucking forget it. You know, you're forget it. it. You should have done I mean, that ten gone, years ago. You know, you done switch that 10 Gun- Gunkanz.
1: Gun-Kanz. whatever his name Gun-Kanz. is. Uh, I don't know. I can't even pronounce it. The the German. The, it's the it's, German, like a, it's like a it's a German mustard.
0: mustard Yeah,
1: it's a German mustard.
0: That's it. Yeah,
1: like it's come on. This this like and what are you gonna do? They they are in for when they get rid of Rodgers they are pretty much in for like misery
0: good good for- because they hired a new they, what they hired the assistant uh, the assistant director of player personnel from the chiefs um another Ryan not Ryan Pace Ryan Poles correct
1: that is correct
0: Ryan Poles I thought it was Panoli <laughs> <It was a laughs> yeah, so so another I Ryan a different Ryan um changing of the guard up there in Chicago i think that they have been just kind of on the precipice of of big things or whether or not they got i mean damn justin fields all they need to do is bring in a guy like josh mcdaniels which is not going to happen because the patriots fell on their face but you know a a quarterback whisperer to uh, you know transform like like, change the guard in in the nfc north i'm sick of the packers i'm sick of it sure wait and, and how much do you not love the fact that that aaron Rodgers, would be saying that he wants to go to denver Denver apparently was this a- absolute powerhouse team that everyone in the preseason was ranking as this is one of the best teams in the NFL period. All they need is a new quarterback. It's Drew Locke. They <laughs> traded Von Miller in the middle of the season. Like, wh- like show me the numbers that their defense was was top 10 in the NFL.
1: They they were just like so they Jekyll and were so Hyde. Mediocre. Yeah, they were Jekyll and Hyde. They like they were like, oh, they, they were like they'd show up against the really, really bad teams and then like the chiefs yeah. and then they would stink against everybody else.
0: I they, were one, they were one of the teams that I was, it was like them. And then it was like, do I bet the Panthers? Do I not? Am I going to gamble on betting the saints or the, the Falcons? It was one of those like crap shoots. Like, like anytime they played the, 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 the Broncos, it's like what team's showing up this week?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, you, they they could never be trusted there. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Rodgers would probably give that like what they finished. They finished eight and nine. I don't even know what the, the, I'm, the I'm are.
0: not entirely sure, but they finished,
1: also, they, they finished eight and nine. I, I believe I'm looking at it right now. So they, yeah. Oh, seven and 10. So seven and 10. So you think Aaron Rodgers makes them three games better to flip that.
0: I I don't think so. But you're also competing in the AFC West. You gotta, play Herbert.
1: You, gotta play Herbert. you to play Herbert.
0: The chiefs. Uh, you're fucked. Yeah. Why? Why would that make? Why would you any go? Sense? Why would you go
1: to the? That? See, that's dumb. Why would you? If this is how I'm looking at this, if you're Aaron Rodgers, right, and you really wanted to win a Super Bowl, your best chance is actually staying in the NFC. All yeah. the, the top six quarterback, like who? Who's in the AFC? Mahomes, Josh Allen,
0: Herbert. Justin
1: Herbert, Mac um, Jones, Mac Jones, Burrow, Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Lamar, Ryan Tanner. Josh I'm just kidding, Allen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. i Ryan Tannehill. Um, but like, really like, so your best option to win, well, who's the NFC have the NFC has Kyler Murray. And if Tom Brady stays
0: and he's, he's beatable,
1: right. And Matthew Stafford, like your best chances in the, is in the NFC. So to me, it's like, stay with, stay with the Packers. Or try to get yourself on the Eagles. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's hot. That's, that's, a hot take that's, that's,
0: that's a hot take. But then also where's Russell Wilson going?
1: Russell Wilson, the, I I, I still
0: think he's going to make a big bold move.
1: He better not go to the Giants. I'll lose my mind.
0: Uh, I'll lose not? my mind. I'll lose my. Because they're not. The Jets.
1: They're, the, 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 I hope he does go to the Jets. That would be That perfect. would
0: be great. Oh my yeah. god! And then what if they did that?
1: That would be perfect. If they if
0: they went to the, if he went to the Jets and then he had like a couple of years and let Zach Wilson kind of learn under him.
1: Oh no! I bad, want Zach. him to go to. I want him to go to. What the about Jets. the
0: Raiders? What about the Raiders?
1: Again, you're going to the AFC though, like. He's going to go where Sierra wants to live. So he's not going to Denver. I'll tell you that she right could,
0: now. She could totally have a, you know, I, I heard Adele, I heard Adele's residency in Vegas is not working out for her.
1: It's, exactly. She, he's going to go. He's going to try and force his way to wherever Sierra wants to live. And I'll tell you, it like I said, it ain't going to be Denver. This is not going to happen. Like somebody said Russell Wilson in a Broncos uniform. I mean, that's, that's another dumb. I I don't know. the, the You want to go if you're one of these older quarterbacks that's like you're at the end of the road. Why the hell are you going to the AFC West? You got just even, Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just gonna say is Mahomes, Mahomes, just take out everything else. Mahomes, you have to play Mahomes twice a year. Yeah, sorry, like,
0: sorry. Well, I, I, here's an interesting thing you can start to bet on the uh, the next head coach on DraftKings. That's and I'm trying to pull up this, I'm trying to pull up this. What?
1: That's heinous that you could do that.
0: Jim Caldwell is the favorite to be the Denver? Chicago Bears permanent Ooh. next hep coach.
1: See, that would be a good that would be a good uh move.
0: Jim Caldwell or Brian Flores is a dollar 50 behind him. Brad Dable who's definitely going to go to the Giants. Matt Eberflus. No, he's could... the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts.
1: Oh, okay. All
0: He's right. been a name that's been in the in the coaching in the coaching conversation for the last couple of years. Yeah, and Dan Quinn. I don't mm-hmm. think Dan Quinn should get. I mean, keep your keep your defensive coordinator job. Uh, when he was the head coach of the Falcons, he was absolutely abysmal. So I, mean,
1: I he went I to know. the. I mean, he went to the he went to the Super Bowl. He blew it bad.
0: But. When is Eric Bannemie going to be the forefront? So, why look, is Eric Bannemie? This is
1: this is why plus fourteen
0: hundred. This, this is
1: so. Here's here's my theory. Is he Going to
0: take over for Andy Reid? Is that, no, is that no,
1: no no Here's my theory on this. So a lot look, the Chiefs keep winning, and every year they are in at least the conference championship game, right? So they can't announce a head coach. No, until but you
0: are allowed. Head. They changed the rules last year that you're allowed to interview. You're allowed to interview.
1: Season. You're allowed yes. to interview, but they can't announce it. So but it doesn't say, matter.
0: But you can have interviews and you can do it digitally. Like they, right, they but changed he, the rules because all of the black coaches, uh, the Byron Leftwitches and the Eric Bienemies were stuck out of the coaching carousel because of their teams were going to the Super Bowl, they were so good that they were, you know, going late in the late in the postseason. So they changed these rules specifically to allow these guys to have the opportunity to interview. To While interview the enemy, he deserves it. I oh, deserve he deserves it.
1: he deserves a head coaching job. But I, the, the reason I think that the fact that the Chiefs keep winning hurts him because he could interview right, but he can't actually be announced as the head coach until whenever his season ends, and yeah. then he, that means he can't start building the rest of his staff until until the season like because as you go long sorry as you go longer in the offseason the the pool of assistants sh- shrinks so that's why a lot of these teams want to hire their head coach immediately because they want to make sure they get the best pool of candidates to fill out the rest of the staff that's yeah. what i think hurts him i think they need to have i think they need to have a year where like they just have all things. They suck, and they don't make the playoffs. And he's like first on the list. Like that's what he's he's <laughs> It's happy.
0: just absolutely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Championship Sunday, what would a win for Patrick Mahomes if he beats this? Uh, the only guy who's ever beaten him in the playoffs has been Tom Brady. Yeah. If he beats Joe Burrow, then who is the next Patrick Mahomes? You know, I mean, if someone—it's—it's it's the same conversation, and, and this is so funny that we don't listen to ourselves. I guess. I mean, this is not me saying this, but you know, a couple of years ago when Tom Brady beat what was the last year? Patrick Mahomes. It said Patrick yes. Mahomes' his career is over, and this and that. And we saw in September how much he struggled, and they utilized September and October like an extended preseason. And all of a sudden, the Chiefs just came back with a vengeance, and now they're unstoppable. The only list of quarterbacks to start three consecutive Super Bowls. It's Tom Brady, it's Jim Kelly, and it's Bob Gracie. So um are we talking about a mini dynasty here? What will it mean for Patrick Mahomes to win this game?
1: I don't know if the game matters. Well, if he wins the game, I think it what's gonna matter is he's gotta win the Super Bowl. To be, but I feel like, like to be
0: always a, thinking one game ahead. That's well,
1: just to fun. just to like be a mini dynasty, like he's gotta get another one, right?
0: Yeah, but, but I mean he could still make those appearances. You know, like you could you could call it both ways. I I think
1: he well he you know Tom
0: Brady made ten Super Bowl appearances. He's won seven rings. I mean, you did lose three of them. So if you're constantly going back to the you know back to the big dance, I mean that's well yeah dynasty stuff. I
1: mean, but Mahomes is only at he's only won one. Right?
0: Is it a couple years ago that he said like, oh, I just started watching film?
1: Yeah, that's insane. Look, he's ridiculous, right? Like he's. He's but shirt. he's
0: also buoyed by a lot of the high value talent behind them. Like, uh, you know, you're the Buffalo Bills and you're sitting there and you're like, oh yeah, you know, they can't go 55 yards and kick a field goal and all that shit. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes just threw a ball to Tyreek Hill who ran 64 yards for a, for a touchdown on your last play. He has, ta- you know, the fastest, the fastest guy in the NFL. He has one of the second fastest guys in the NFL. A lot of the times I'm looking at Miko Hardman. I'm like, oh, shit, you know. He they, flies. They, yeah. They they got rid of Sammy Watkins. They're still thriving. Travis Kelsey is, is you know, coming into his own as the two of them. It's the best quarterback and tight end duo outside of Rob Gronkowski, who still has some longevity. I mean, but the two of them, you it's like you have to put both of them on a pedestal.
1: I agree. Then you, got, also- then you got
0: you know Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You got the best. It, it, it's, we're going to be looking back on this uh, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy combination It's like you know that that 2013 Washington football team. Uh, oh. You know, with with Kyle Shanahan and uh, Matt Lafleur and Sean McVay on one uh, on one one team. It's it's cool. one of those.
1: Can we just talk about this real quick? Well, first of all, I I, I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the worst of the running backs that are there, but he's that's all right. That's, he's I, a, he
0: had he's had a down season.
1: I think Williams and McKinnon are both better than him, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Can we talk about just going back to that game? Why wouldn't you squib kick to give the Chiefs one oh, play I know. instead I know. Of two? I know. Yeah. What are you what are you doing?
0: I don't I mean was there was there a, we have the NFL film state. Was there a discussion? I mean, I, I think know. that I think that they're thinking in their heads like, OK, 13 seconds, just kick it out of the back of the end zone.
1: I'd rather give Patrick Mahomes one play than two. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I,
0: no, I completely agree with you. I completely like, agree. Like, yeah. Like, and in terms of overtime rules and all this shit, I am glad that we agree with this. Eight years ago, those rules changed and they went to an adaptation of the college football rules where it used to be the person who won the who won uh the coin toss could go down the field and kick a field goal and the game is over. I mean that's how the patriots beat the the the, the raiders in the snowball game. Um there's a lot of a, a lot a lot of games that were decided on just one field goal. So oh the fact that Josh Allen would not uh, first of all his defense needs to get a stop. Second of all, yeah, a coin toss is a coin toss, but what are we going to do? Play a full, you know, Eight fifteen 15 minutes of of overtime football until everyone collapses like and then
1: can't play the next week
0: can't play the next week exactly like you already you're talking about these teams and these defenses being gassed and not being able to you know to catch up at the end of the game why are you going to do that to a defense
1: no it's 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 insane to me to even like think about i, well, not- I think-
0: The overtime rules are fine. They are fine. Point toss. Each of you, if they, you know, get a stop, and then you'll go down. And then once you switch possessions, then that's it. It,
1: The only way, like, you win the game. The only way, like, they already had. My thing is, everybody is like, oh, they didn't get a chance to touch the ball in overtime. You didn't stop them with 13 seconds left, and like, they started at their own 25. So you didn't lose the game because you didn't touch the ball in overtime. Also, the the only way, which would I think it would d Delegitimize overtime. The only way I think they could have a scenario where both teams have to touch the ball. Is like if you get rid of if you just get rid of kickers, like you have to go for it on fourth down and you can't kick a field goal and you yeah, have to go that's, for two. That's
0: decent. I mean, that, that's 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 reasonable. I just don't think that they're going to be changing these rules anytime soon. No, I mean, and I also care. like what, these everybody
1: it makes it like every time something like this happens, everybody makes it like this is the first time they're hearing about the overtime.
0: I, I mean, first of all, the Chiefs two years ago when the Patriots beat them, they're like, we need to change the overtime rules. They seem to be fine with them now. So, right.
1: So, enough like enough. I'm sick of the debate. The debate yeah, is yeah. the debate. It is everybody's like oh it's not fair you know what you know what life's not fair a b just hold them to a field goal you don't even have to shut them out just hold them to a field goal that's it enough well, I'm done
0: yeah well i mean and also to finish this conversation and to wrap up this podcast and I you know this is just kind of like a big a big a big, a a big epic rant and a rethoughts and then we'll get to something that is more organized into preview championship sunday because it's going to be so exciting but i is this a not a point that building an elite offense in the NFL and building a building a, a team around your quarterback that defenses really don't matter. I mean, because look at the Buffalo Kansas City game: almost four sacks, no turnovers, no penalties. It was and, just all offense. And, 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 you and know, Buffalo, and, had the best and the defense Bills, in the league. The Buffalo Bills wasted wasted a Super Bowl team. Uh, you know, we're already saying this. Brian Dable is leaving. Uh, Josh Allen was playing absolutely out of his mind. There's a, there's a window and when you don't hit that window, that's probably the most disappointing thing. I listen, I I think that Allen is going to be in the MVP conversation for a long time. He's incredible. But at the same time, like when you when you don't capitalize on something on on something on a team this good, that's what hurts the most.
1: Yeah, they blew it. They blew, they blew it. And you're right, D'Able's going to be gone and that's it. I I just it's a shame. Defense is like the thing is too like we I don't know. Defenses probably don't matter because the didn't the Bills have like the best pass defense in the NFL? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. like, They're the
0: number, they kept saying that, oh, you know, and the Chiefs are going against the number one, like not in overtime. Yeah, it
1: didn't didn't <laughs> yeah, matter.
0: Not, not after not after not after 85 minutes of football. No, it like, didn't
1: didn't matter at all. Didn't didn't matter. <sighs> it just it was yeah, that was listen, Mahomes was out there if like you, me, and like Greg from Better Edge, we running around, so we probably would have scored. So that's
0: that's it. I just like snorted on my nose. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I just laughed so hard Snot came out of my nose. What was the worst loss? This one or like the uh, Seattle Seahawks at the goal line?
1: No, nah, this was worse.
0: This was worse than I think than the Seahawks uh, well, like a dismal well, play call in the Super Bowl.
1: Well, the Seahawks at the goal line that was uh, in just, the that Super that was, that was, the was the
0: worst. That was the worst play call of all.
1: Time. That was that was stupidity. But that was stupid. I don't know. I mean, I guess because that's the Super Bowl, you got to give it to the Seahawks there. But, like, this was a bad law. This was horrible in every way. Like, Uh, I don't know how you recover from that if you're a Bills fan.
0: Yeah. I got to finish up the podcast because, uh, you know, we're looking ahead here. It's the 26th. We got Championship Sunday this weekend. Busy, busy week for both of us. Steve, can you talk about some of the projects that uh, Lark Media is getting into? Because I see you just, like, all over the map with your big flow hair. Talking yeah. on TikTok about brand brand building. Yeah. I mean, notes.
1: Well, I'm just I'm just like I'm making a huge push with my content this year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I have like I actually moved the camera and the light before we started because they were all behind me in the way. Um but I got I'm working with uh, CBS Sports Galazzo. We're doing some some videos about the uh Serie A, the Italian Soccer League. There. Oh wow. Yeah. Um it's it that's like that's like simple stuff. We sit down, the host, we let them talk, and I just kind of direct them and tell them what to do. And okay. then, um, and then I'm actually going to there's there might be two ends of this project, but the first end is I have Arizona and Miami. We're working with an agency to do NFL draft profile videos.
0: Oh, that's my favorite, man. Yeah,
1: And then we might. Get a—I don't know if this is going to happen. It's—it's it's in the works right now. Like the day before the Super Bowl, might go to Vegas to do a shoot a podcast with a sports book out there. Um, I can't mention the two talent names, but they are both former NFL players and their brothers. Um, so you oh. could probably put that together and uh, might do oh. go set up and shoot a podcast out there with them. So we would be going for Vegas. It the, is it
0: the Manning brothers? You can tell you. No, no, no,
1: no. no it's not. Them. Okay. It's not them. Um, oh,
0: is it Arande and, yeah. uh, yeah, the barbers. I knew it. Yeah, yes, yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow! Check out my wordle of the day. I'm just, <laughs> wow. I just guessed that the barber twins. Yeah, oh so, my God. Wow. So
1: we would go from Vegas to Arizona to Miami in like a six that day a, span. Wow! So that'll be cool. If,
0: do, if- do I, do I, do I post that on my profile? i don't know like yeah i just i just wordled the shit out of that, yeah. that was wow i got two I, guesses
1: i'm muting wordle from my
0: okay time no line. i did i muted wordle it's on my yeah. muted on my timeline but yeah. um the washington football team rebrand 2 um really? who do you think that what do you think the name is going to be i think uh, it's i heard it's going to be the commanders but i think it should be the president's
1: I think it should be the president's. I think I wish they would have done like the replacements, uh, the movie and named them the Sentinels, oh. the Washington Sentinels.
0: Sentinels.
1: But I, no, I I,
0: Well, it sounds too close to Seminoles. And then we would just like, no, then
1: we're in the another world. thing. Yeah. I think they should have just kept the football team, to be honest. I, I,
0: think, I think that they're going to keep the branding of the Washington football team. I think that that's just like one of those like classic, you know, like I'm not even going to talk about Pat the Patriot. Cause I need to burn that sweatshirt that I, that I bought. <laughs> yeah. The sweatshirt is gone. The sweatshirt yeah. needs to go. Um, but I, I just, I find it to be very interesting to see if like the apathy of the fan base, uh, if it's going to work to rebrand this, especially just with Dan Snyder and the lack of transparency and that, that dog shit stadium that they have down there.
1: I don't Uh, think anything's going to work for them until he's gone, which uh, might not be ever. So,
0: oh, well. Good luck to them. We still have another yeah, week or so, that's and right. I mean, this sounds very exciting. If you need, I think I, I we'll talk off air. I have another idea for a for an agency okay. down in Miami to do some um, some pre-draft profiles. I mean, that's the thing. They, you want to get into like NFL offseason, and I think we're going to move swiftly into baseball. Yes. Um, in this podcast and talk heavily about about football, but um, NFL draft prospects. I don't that's, want I don't want to nerd people out too much, but
1: it's fun because you like hear their story. You put up, you put together some videos for them, and then the the agency uses like they market that to to teams and brands.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and then you hear it eighty five thousand times during the uh, the ESPN draft. on. And then it's just like the worst. It's like the worst thing ever. You're like I you just hear uh, about it constantly. Steve, it. thanks for your time.
1: Thank you for having me. Um,
0: You've been listening to the Bad Signal podcast. We will check you out later. Please see you.